Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. Lakewood. Father, I thank and praise you, Father, for this is the day that you have made. The God, I will, we will rejoice and be glad in the God. Thank you for today's service, God. Thank you for all that's been done thus far and all that's going to be done. God, thank you, Father, for revealing yourself to us even the more today, that the gifts of the Spirit will be in full operation on today, God. Thank you, Father, for healing, delivering, and setting people free by your power and by your word on today, God. Oh, God, and I decrease in that you may increase, Holy Spirit. Thank you for who you are to me and to who you will be to them, Father, on today, God. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise. You are the great teacher. Help me, Father. Help us, God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, again, good morning to all you wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people out there. Listen, if it's not too late, if you have a friend, a loved one, Type text him and tell him, man, get on with my pastor. My pastor's on. You want to hear this word on this morning, amen? And I believe by the power of God, if you set yourself to receive, God's going to do something in your life on today. So text text him. If they're sitting in there in, in, there in the bed, say, hey, man, my pastor's on. You may want to get up. That's a joke. We don't want to, don't, 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 dis, don't be disrupting people in their sleep if they, if they want them angry, if they want them angry warning people. Don't be messing with them. I don't want to start no conflict in your home. But turn the, turn the TV up or turn your, turn your voice, turn your computer up loud so they can hear. As, amen. Well, listen, turn your Bibles to 2 Timothy. I'm on my device this morning because there's a couple of different um, translations that I want, as I was studying, that I was going through, I may be um, going through, and um, sometimes these devices get to the translations faster than trying to find the Bible that has the right the translation you're looking for in it. Amen. Second um, Timothy chapter four, we're going to be reading verses one through four. I'm going to be reading out of the Amplified Translation. Y'all all right out there? Y'all can can y'all hear me good? Y'all got me all right. All right. So 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. This is the transition to amplified. It says, I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of and of, of, of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead by his appearing. And his kingdom. Preach the word as an official messenger to all those who's going to be ministering the gospel. We were encouraged here, and, and Timothy, when Paul, he said, preach the word as an as an as an official messenger. Be ready when the time is right, even when it's not. One translation says, "Be instant in season and out of season." Keep your sense of urgency, whether the opportunity seems favorable or unfavorable. So keep the urgency to minister the gospel. This is to all you 
who are ministering the gospel. Not just saying you got to be standing behind a pulpit, but as you're te- as you're helping and you're sharing with others. Keep a sense of urgency, whether the opportunity seems favorable or unfavorable. How many of you guys know when you guys have an opportunity and you're ministering, or some of you guys we have you guys have an experience going out and ministering on the street corners mm-hmm. and outreach, which is called outreach. But that time is coming. We're going to be out and about. So there's, there's going to be favorable times where we're going to minister, and there's going to be unfavorable. What you mean, Pastor? There's going to be people who are going to want who are going to gladly receive the message. Then there's going to be some who are going to be, ooh, don't have a word, don't have the quite adjective for but they're going to be, they're going to give you a stiff arm. And you got to still be willing to share what God has given you to share in love and in wisdom, but share nevertheless, whether convenient or inconvenient. How many believe that they, when they go out and preach, or they go, not preach, but go out and minister, that it always has to be convenient? Nah, I'm here to tell you that sometimes it's going to be inconvenient. You sometimes what you share is going to inconvenience people. Why? Because they may be washing their car, cutting their grass, and you may step up on their on on their on the sidewalk where they probably is, and you're sharing. That's an inconvenient time for them, but it's a convenient time for God. Whether welcome or unwelcome. Now we don't knock on people's doors. We ain't gonna knock on people's doors. But we wanna we wanna be in a place where we are willing to share. When we in the, when we when we move into our when we move into our location, that the neighbors, our neighboring friends and and people around us, they may welcome us, we may be unwelcome, but we're going to share nevertheless, and we're going to share in love. We're going to encourage them. Man, you may want to come over here. Now you may not come today, but we're here. Come on. Correct those. Who are who err in doctrine or behavior? Ooh, hear that? <laughs> correct. Y'all hear the language of the scripture? It says, "Correct those who err in doctrine or behavior." Now, this is for those y'all, 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 not y'all, y'all ones who who are a little on the fence about what people don't judge. Y'all hear that? Bible tells us not to judge, but and listen, we stand corrected here in Second Timothy chapter four. We in verse, this is this is verse two um, in the in Amplified, is telling us that we are to correct. So listen, whether you want to understand it or not, we all judge. And we all have a sense of judgment in us. Yeah. Don't let nobody fool you. We all judge. And it says, who error in doctrine or behavior. We correct those who err. Let me get the language. Let me make sure y'all hear the language of the Bible says who we we uh, we correct those who err in doctrine or behavior. I just I just didn't say in doctrine and or in behavior. Warn warn those who sin. What is warning? Warn those who sin. Exhort and encourage those who are growing. Towards spiritual maturity. We are to encourage. We are to exhort. We are to lift those up who are growing in the things of God. That's our responsibility, believer. Yeah, what I tell you this ministry stands for. The kingdom advancing ministry. We we are we advance the kingdom of God and we stand against the kingdom of the devil. That's our job. That's what we do. We advance God's kingdom and we fight against the kingdom of darkness. That's everybody, that should be everybody's job. But I can't speak for everybody in the body of Christ. All I can speak for the body of believers that God places under our care and that will come and hear what God is sharing with us to, to minister to. And I'm going to do what God called me to do. I don't know about you. Those who are growing towards spiritual maturity with inexhaustible patience. That requires patience, y'all. Because some of y'all ain't going to, some of y'all ain't going to do right whether I grab you, I drag you, whether I kick you. <laughs> whatever I may do to, to or whatever we may do to push you along. 
you still gonna be. Y'all know how y'all be trying. You know how y'all used to push people and they be resistant. That's how some believers are. No matter what you do, but it's telling us inexhaustible patience. And that as a pastor, as a leader, I have to have the patience and an inexhaustible patience. And faithful teaching. Am I a faithful teacher? I think I am. And it's in verse three. It says, for the time will come. Listen clearly. When people will not tolerate sound doctrine, I gave you guys the lead up to verse three. For the time will come when people will not tolerate sound doctrine and accurate instruction that challenges them with God's truth. There's coming a time when people are not going to want to, they're, going to, they, they're not going to want to hear what and they, they, they're fighting it up. That time is now, y'all. We're in that moment right now. For the time will come. Turn, I'm gonna change, I'm gonna change it. The Bible tells us that we're not to add one jot of tittle to, but listen to this. I'm gonna change it up just a little bit. For the time is here when people will not tolerate sound doctrine and accurate instruction that challenges them with God's truth. It says. But wanting to have their ears tickled with something pleasing, they will accumulate for themselves many. Type in there, many teachers, one after another. So they're gonna be coming one after another. So when when they when one come up and 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 that ain't right, they're gonna add another one. Many teachers. After one another, choose to set chosen to satisfy their own desires and to support the errors that they hold. So the lies that they hold so dear, the misinterpretation of the Bible, the adding of things in the Bible to fit what they wanted to say, they're going to hold those things. Is what is what we're talking is what. With what we're hearing in Timothy here. And will turn their ears away from the truth and will wander off. How many of y'all see a lot of people who y'all came, who you knew that was, who came in a ministry and was saved with you on fire for God? They're now turned away. It's telling us here. They wandered off into myths, they bought into things. That sound good. That tastes good. That fills their belly. That makes them feel good about the choices that they made. They wander off into myths and man-made fictions. Y'all hearing the Bible on the day? And will accept the unacceptable. How many of y'all know that we're living in that time where people accept things that are unacceptable? Zach, whoever's, whoever's right, whoever takes down titles just for the sake of having a title to this message, here's a title for you. There's always a counterfeit. Yeah, there's always a counterfeit. For everything that we read from verses one down to two, was telling us what the what real children of God should be doing. How we should be encouraging. How we should be standing against the things of darkness. How we should be coming against the things where people and people error. And to boldly standing before God. But then in verse 3, it starts, it starts by telling us that there's myths. There are people who are following after these things. There's coming a time in another translation of the Bible that says the people there's coming a time when people won't do that, won't endure sound doctrine, sound teaching. Yeah, let's get that in King James. Just so I can make sure y'all hear the Bible here. And in King James chapter verse 3 it says, For the time will come when they will 
not endure sound doctrine, but they but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. We understand, or if you don't, let me help you understand. There's a time in this world now where people are following people who are leading them right to hell. And I know hell is not a subject or a conversation or a topic that people want to address. But listen, it's just, it's just as real as you are. Hell is. And listen, false teachers are talking people out of the truth and living word of God. Why? Because they have heaped unto themselves what they perceive to be right. What they, what they perceive, because there's so many people have now have the have infinite wisdom. They went to a couple of cemetery schools. They went to a, 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 a large misleading college of unholy doctrinal teaching. And what they've done is they've now They've now produced a bunch of people who don't follow the Bible, but they follow their own intellect. And when does man's intellect supersede the wisdom of God? When do we ever allow a man's wisdom to be the prevailing voice opposed to the voice of God, the word of God? You guys know, you guys are here who are part of this ministry. We understand that you can't separate God from his word and, and the word from God. Why? Because God is his word and his word is him. They are one. We are fully aware of that. You guys are fully understand. Do you fully understand that? Come on, shout yes and it. And the reason why these questions are being asked is because when you understand what the word says, you won't be misled by these type of teachers, by these type of men or women in the body of Christ. Yeah, because any, any man foolish enough to stand before a body of people and to proclaim himself to be God or themselves to be God is a fool. And you want to get far away from them type of individuals. That's the epitome of the blind leading the blind. Amen. And we are, and listen, we know, we know that the itching ears, people, the itching ears is a, is a, is a, is a, is a, is a term that when people want to hear the things that move them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same-sex marriage, these kind of things, homosexuality. See, people are so in people. People want to move or want to hear people who co-sign foolishness. And let me be, let me be clear. So, all you out there who are listening, we are not opposed to people. We love people. We're talking about the sin. S-I-N, the sin of man. We're not condemning the actual person. We're talking about the sin that drives, moves, lives, causes people to do the things that they do. That's the sin in individuals. And listen, when people are full of, and they are listening and they're falling to the counterfeits, when you when you are supposed to be a person of or man and woman of God, and you are standing before people, letting or telling people that it's right, when God Himself declares the things to be ungodly, why are we chasing counterfeits? Because our ears are itchy. We don't want nobody to tell us how to live our lives. We want to do what we want to do 
when we want to do. And I hear y'all out there. Well, pastor, people, all people sinning just because one does this. People lie. People steal. People do. I Listen, I get it. I understand. I'm not putting one sin above any other. Sin is sin. But the counterfeit is the counterfeit. Get me past that. Get me past people who tell you that it's okay to die and go to hell. Because that's what they're doing. And so many people are falling because they put more confidence in men and women than actually the word of God. The word is our source. I thank God for the men and women who are preaching the unrelentless, uncompromised word of God. I thank God for them who are willing to stand when everybody else falling. I'm not stuck. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the ones who get in this thing for selfish gain. You want to build a monument of, 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 a, of, a, of a place or a building of people, 10,000, 15,000 people in the congregation, and you are teaching what? Ain't no hate from me. I ain't got no hate in me about nobody. But what I do have is I have a disdain for people who are, who are, who are methodically and they are purposely leading people to hell. Yeah, I'm going to fight against that. It told us that. And it told us, it says, in, 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 in verse 2 says, preach the word, be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. That's what we're supposed to do. As children and, and children who, who really want to see the kingdom of God move forward, who really have the heart of God. And I know I hear y'all self-righteous out there. This ain't about being perfect. None of us are. But your mind and your heart has to be right towards the things of God. And listen, 1 John. First John says, dude, first John four, chapter one, it says, dear friends, do not be, do not believe every spirit. But test the spirit. To see whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. So let me let me let me go back. How can you test the spirit without having the spirit? You can't. Do not believe every spirit. We know there is a spirit in the, there's, there's several spirits in the world. But test the spirits is saying. How can you test the spirits without the Holy Spirit? Amen. Because if you just have a spirit, then your spirit may align with those spirits. Amen. To see whether they are from God. So if you don't have the spirit of God on the inside of you, how can you properly discern what is not of God and what's not of God? We always know, y'all hear the scripture, there's a way that seems right unto a man. There's always a way. There's always a way that seems right to you don't, my wrong can be right if, I, if I'm operating in the wrong spirit. But when I operate in the spirit of God, the spirit of God will check me. You're not able to course correct when you're operating with the spirit of the devil. Because you're going to follow what the devil does. When you win the world, you follow what the world did. Why? Because that was the spirit that I was living in. I was operating in. I was functioning in. When God was calling us, we felt it strange. Why? Because it went against what we thought the spirit was. Hallelujah. 
Ooh, y'all better come on out there, man. I'm trying to tell you. God is waking us up on this morning. He is talking to us this morning. He's telling every, every believer who received him as their Lord and Savior, who earnestly is contending for the faith. He's calling and speaking to you this morning that you we have to watch out. We have to be on high alert for the counterfeit. They're already in the land. They're saying things that sound good. They're doing things that make you believe that it is from God. They want you to think, yeah, man, I can, I can do whatever I want to do. And all I got to do is come back and say, Lord, forgive me. Man, the last thing we want to do is be turned over to a reprobate man. And as we're seeing now, there's a whole lot of people over there that God has given them over. How do you know that, Pastor B? When you are, when you are so comfortable and living a life that despises God, that goes against God's very order of life and how things go, there's no way that man can produce anything with another man. That goes against the nature of what God created. He created us that we are to be fruitful and multiply. When you go out, when, when you quote unquote have a relationship with someone of this of your same sex, and you got to go outside to reproduce, it's telling you that it's wrong. It's out of order. It doesn't work. But I'm free to love. And then that's the condemnation that they put, they try to put on us. That where's the love? The love is sharing what God has called me to share with you, to free you from the bondage of sin, the stronghold of the life choices that you make. That's the love. Hear the love. Don't hear what your flesh wants you to do. Hear the love of God that he's come, that while you are breathing, you can get out of your situation. Why? Because you, listen, you don't have to stay in bondage. The Bible says that if he freed you, you are free indeed. Amen. But all people want to hear is that the church is full of condemnation. And see, the counterfeits tell you the church is a place where they condemn you. And that's why people are fighting with all their life to run away from the church. To run away from the things of God. But let me not say church because church is just so broad. There's church, there's, 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 there's the church of the devil, there's churches of everything. When I, when relation, being in relationship with God. Because we want to make sure, listen, here y'all know here at the Kingdom of Advances, we talk about relationship over religion. We don't preach religion. We know we preach that you have to get into a relationship with God. You and him and him and you. That you have to come to know Jesus in the pardon of your sins. In the saving of your soul. In the freeing of your mind. But the but but the but the counterfeits tell you that that the, that the churches and the ministries they always talk about condemnation. Now we don't come, we don't talk about, we don't always talk about condemnation, but we want you to understand that there are death and life choices. And the Bible tells us to choose life. And all we're trying to do is encourage you, not that we may fatten our pockets. We want to fatten up the gates of heaven with the souls and the abundant lives of people who will receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Amen. For anybody to come into here in this ministry and accept Jesus Christ as Lord, that's worth more than any money that anybody could ever give me. And when I say me, I mean the ministry. And, that, and the problem is too many people are fixated on what the church is doing with money as opposed to what the church is doing to help minister and, and help bring in lives to the kingdom of God. 
See, the counterfeit church wants you to come in to them. And they'll tell you everything that you want to get what you got. To tell you everything that you're doing is all right. It's your thing. Do what you want to do. I'm not going to tell you who to sock it to. Do your thing. That's what the counterfeit does. The counterfeit tells you that everything is peachy and everything is wonderful over here. You want to serve this God. Come in here. You can do whatever you want to do. We'll sing a couple of songs. We'll make you feel good. And then we'll present you back to a world to eat you alive. Because he, here's where the rubber meets the road, y'all. Everybody always say that they don't believe in God. Okay, if that's what you choose to believe, I, you know, that's your thing. I, 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 I really believe that there's a lot of people who claim that that really believe. They just don't want to lay claim to why? Because they don't want any or they don't want anything or nobody to tell them how to live their life. Yeah, see, that's one of the greatest holdups for people serving God. People don't want a God to tell them, okay, you can't do this. You can't do that. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. You should give, but I'm not going to give because you don't, you can't tell me. I, that's my money. I work hard for my money. Whatever stance they take. These are the things that people wrestle with. And let me add another thing. People have seen dishonesty in the body of Christ. I get it. And so that's that's turned a lot of people off. People have seen men, women stand in the pulpits and misappropriate the trust that God has, that they've gained and people come in and they've now been taken advantage of. Absolutely. I've seen it. And I understand. One of the greatest things I always hear, church hurt. I agree with church hurt. To a degree. But because when you put your confidence in people and they let you down, I understand how that feels. But that's why your relationship with God should be greater than no than any one man or woman. Or whatever name or any marquee outside of a building. And no shade to any ministry out there that's doing the will of God and doing what God has called them to do in a matter that God is getting and he's pleased with. Absolutely not. Y'all heard me say earlier, I'm, not, I don't, I'm no hater. I love the body of Christ. I love to see people in the body of Christ flourishing. To see souls and, and, and people of God excited on fire about the things of God. I'm also discouraged when, and, and also heartbroken when I see the, the church being and falling victim to people who are not preaching anything other than fluff and nuff. Get, 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 and get whoop, whoop, whooped. You want to drive what you want to drive? That's your business. Listen. We need Matthew. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24. Yeah, the time is here, y'all. We, we got to be paying attention. We have to. Matthew 24, verse 24. Matthew 24, verse 24. It says, For there shall arise false Christ. People claiming to be Christ. People claiming to be the Messiah. Y'all remember them, them Jim Joneses, Daddy Grace, and all these people back in the day. Y'all remember all these people. And listen, I'm the only reason why I'm saying their name is because their name is out there. I ain't putting nobody on blast. That's already public information, amen? Buddha, all these people. They, they, for there shall come, there shall, shall arise false Christ and false prophets. Now let me say something about that real quick. False prophets. Let me let me say something about that. I I know there's a move. Y'all put it in the chat. That's a long move because that 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 move stretches from 
from, from one part of the world all the way over to the next part of the world. There's a move of prophets in the world. And I know some of y'all out there, the Bible says, touch not my anointed need to do my prophecy anyhow. Listen, that's the true, authentic, real prophets that he's making reference to. He told me that I can I can stand against false prophets. For there shall arise, there shall, there shall arise false Christ, false Christ, false prophets. Matthew's telling us here. If there wasn't, if it wasn't so. Matthew wouldn't have said so. Listen, here's a, here's a little thing for y'all. The Bible tells us that everything that was written before our time was written for our learning. That we, through the comforts of the scripture, may have hope. Hallelujah. Woo! Listen, so if Matthew, if it wasn't said, then he wouldn't have told me that I, you, us, that those things were written before our time, were written for our learning. That we should not just be ignorant. We should we should be learning from the things. For false prophets. And, and false prophets. Listen, about the prophet thing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Everybody who comes and says God has shared something with them. One, it has to be bared out in me. If someone is coming to minister to you, what they're sharing, it should already be something that God is ministering to you about. It may not be in full. He gives things to us sometimes in part. He doesn't always give us everything at one time. And what a prophet does is a prophet comes and they add to what God has shared, already shared with you to enlighten or to bring revelation or insight to what God is showing you. And listen. If you, if your life as a prophet doesn't speak mm. to you being a prophet, don't prophesy to me. Mm. That's how we help, and that's how we 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 pay attention to falsehood. Everybody has a word now. You can't even go to the mailbox without a word. And I'm being facetious about that. I'm just saying how the frequency of the, and, and listen, I, I know God is talking, but here's my thing. If God is always talking, when are you listening? Prophet, if you always have a word, but how your, your, your belly, your mouth is always full of a word, when do you have a moment to listen? I know God has things to say, but he don't have that much to say. Not when he's already given us 66 books full of prophecy. And shall show great signs. So let's go back. For, for there shall arise false Christ and false prophets and shall show great signs. They're going to do great signs and wonders. These falsehoods. It's telling us here. And so much that if it were possible Turn to your name. If it was even possible, they shall deceive the very elect. So that means you better be paying attention or you could possibly be deceived. You can possibly be bewildered. You can possibly be hoodwinked, bamboozled by these false prophets and people who are proclaiming themselves to be Christ. I've God has spoke, God has taken up his, his self, his abode on the inside of me, not in the term of the Holy Spirit, but I'm the new Jesus. How bold and how, how man, how you have to be a bold somebody to now proclaim yourself to be the new God, the new Jesus. When he wouldn't, he said he wouldn't, he left, he left his spirit. He left the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And that spirit will teach us and guide us into all truth. That's why you got to get in your Bible. You got to know your word. You got to know what the word of God says about things. Because listen, the counterfeit. When God shows up, there's always a counterfeit. Y'all know when things happen in our lives, there's always going to be a counterfeit. When, when God promised us healing, the devil will try to show 
Not he he won't manage the, the weapon may form, but it's not gonna prosper. So I hope y'all hear me. He may try to show you some things that man, that ain't that you ain't healed. Yeah, it is. That's a counterfeit. You believe in God for your spouse to, to receive Jesus Christ. They may act out one day. Listen, don't let that counterfeit deter you from showing you that God promised me that they will be, they will come into the body of Christ. They will serve God all the days of their life. What they're doing, they're just acting out. That's the counterfeit. That's always the counterfeit. Before you got married, there was that, that dude or that girl that appeared to have everything you wanted. Hallelujah. It was just a camouflage for what God was bringing to you. Yeah. Y'all better come on out there. Listen, there's always accountability. Listen, even doing this fast, hallelujah. I think I said that. Y'all, listen, we're coming against, we're, we're standing and we're, we're going against. Y'all know that that pie going to look even better than it ever did. Some of y'all going to be, y'all don't even eat certain things and you're going to be presented with certain things that look so tempting. Why? Because it's only a counterfeit to get you off. It's going to smell good. It's going to look even better. It's all designed to get us off. Amen. And listen, we got to stand, y'all. We got to know that greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. And we got to be able to stand and know that, listen, I don't trust in the enemy. I don't trust in nothing but God. I'm not saying to y'all that, you know, that when you, if you, you know, you guys are listening to your pastor and they're, they're teaching and they're ministering. But what I am saying is that we bear the word out. Go back and read the scriptures for yourself. Make sure that they're not they're not inter they're not they're not interpreting their own doctrine, their own levels of belief. Myths it tells us in Timothy that there's myths. What is the myth? Myth is a lie. Myth is stories that that sound good. Y'all know all these mythical these all these mythical movies, The Hobbit and all these things. All these things sound good, but none of this stuff is. Listen, you don't want to follow this stuff. You know, it's movies, it's entertainment. And listen, and what's that saying? A lot of ministries want to entertain you. They want to fill you up with certain, well, let me, let me say this. A lot of the places where people go and, and, and worship are entertaining. And the one thing about that the entertainment part, once the entertainment part wears off, you still have to be equipped to do life. So would you rather do life with the truth or with a bunch of myths? A bunch of what ifs? A bunch of fairy tales? The Bible says a bunch of man-made stuff. Would you rather stand strong in the word? As opposed to being led astray. When you know the word of God, you will be able to stand. You will be able to discern. You will be able to determine and be able to look and say, that's not the word. That's not what the word says about that. You will be able to be able to, to, be able to, to judge the word. Carefully measure the word out. And, and listen, what greater thing is to rightly divide the word? Because if you can rightly divide it, you can wrongly divide it, which can lead you astray. And so I want to encourage you guys on the day. Man, get in your word. Seek God's face for direction. And wisdom and understanding. So you will be able to stand. And you won't be led astray. By these false. And misleading doctors and teachers. Out here. Amen. So listen. I want to encourage you guys on the day. If you need G Jesus Christ. As your Lord and Savior. And if you haven't accepted him. 
You need them. I'm not saying that you listen. Here's let me make sure I, I let you guys hear this clearly. I'm not saying don't go into wherever you live, whatever, and get into a local physical ministry. You need to. The Bible tells us that we should not forsake ourselves the assembling together. We want to be want to be together. We want to assemble ourselves together. But you want to be in a ministry that's teaching Jesus Christ. That's teaching to receive the spirit of the teaching you to receive the Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost, somebody talk about. Being baptized. Amen. Repenting. Coming away from a life of sin. Because listen, here's one thing. Don't just confess. You have to repent as well. You got to make a commitment to step away from a life of sin. And then once you confess, you can't make a confession without having a possession. You got to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So Romans 10, 9 and 10 is great. Yeah, did I confess with my mouth? Yeah, that's you want to do that. But you also want to you also want to repent and be baptized. You want to come into agreement with the death, burial, and the resurrection. Why? Because that lets you, that lets God know that you are in full agreement, Lord. With the, with the price that was paid for my redemption, my salvation, and most importantly, my ascension into heaven. Amen. So if that's you out there, listen, lift your hands, open your mouth. Listen, we pray against your that stony heart. That God will give you a heart of clay. To receive on this morning. He loves you. He loves you, man and woman, boy or girl. He loves you. Listen, whatever situation, you can come out of whatever you're in, homosexuality, lesbian, you can come out. He loves you just that much. Don't let nobody fool you to tell you that Pastor V hates you. Pastor V loves you. Why? Because Pastor V loves God. It's the sin that we fight against. Why? Because it was the sin of my life that people prayed and fought against and that God sought and he delivered me from. So it wasn't what I was doing that people hated. People, it wasn't what it was, it wasn't me who people that people hated. It was the life that I was living that they hated. The same with you. We're pouring our love onto you on today. Receive on today the love of God. If you hear nothing else, hear that God loves you. And he loves you enough that he wants you to come out from whatever you're in and receive him. And I can say that so clear because, listen, when you come out, his voice will be clearer. Your vision to the things that God wants to do in your life will become sharper. And your mouth, your tongue will be set to say only what God says about life, about the life of your loved ones. Amen. And listen, you will be the conduit for the change that's needed around you. Hallelujah. What greater love than this? Than a man who will lay down his life for a friend. He laid down his life for you, friend. Hallelujah. And listen, he no longer calls you servant. He calls you friend. Jesus. Woo. Receive him on today. Receive the love of God on today. Amen. Yeah, and if anybody out there that's walk out of those counterfeit churches. Seek a church that's listen, that's doing what God has called you to do, that's preaching, that's ministering. Repent. Surrender your life to Jesus. Hallelujah. I promise you, your life will change forever. Amen. You don't want to be in a minute where you're just tickling your fancy. Because I know some of y'all, listen, I'm going, I go to church, but I don't feel nothing. I don't feel nothing. I don't feel nothing. You know why you don't feel nothing? Because the spirit is not there. The spirit of the living God isn't there. Amen.
Glory to God. And listen, if you need to partner with a ministry, come on. Come on. Come on over to the kingdom advancing ministry. Not because I boast about me. We boast in Jesus the Christ. We just here as vessels. But it's all about Jesus. And I, we promise you it's all about Jesus. So we love you here at the Kingdom Advancing Ministry. The partners going to love up on you. We'll hug up on you. We'll embrace you. Reach out. If you want to be baptized, reach out to the ministry. The Kingdom Advancing Ministry. If you're looking, things are, being, things are popping up online now where, where you can reach out to us, where you, where you can connect to us. Connect with us. If you're in this metro, D.C. metro area, we'll get you down in water. Amen in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Yes, indeed. So listen, until Wednesday, if you're tuning in with us for Bible study, or until next Sunday, thank you here. We thank you at the Kingdom Advancing Ministry. I love you. We love you with the love of the Lord. Amen. If you want to partner with us and be in the part of this fast, we started already. It's the first day, but you can jump in. We're going from 12 to midnight, to, from midnight to 6 p.m. Jump in with us. Jump in with us. And, and trust God and believe God that he is going to, he is going to turn your situation around. He hears the answers your prayers. Amen. And if you're, stand, if you're standing in agreement for others, for healing, we believe God that he's the healer. He will heal their body. And listen, here's one thing. Whatever your urgent prayer need is, if you have one, listen, reach out to us. What are you saying, bro? Yeah. If, you, if, if you're on via YouTube, listen, reach out to us. Or if you're on with us live, stay on with us live. We like to get, we like to hug up on you at the end, love up on you. That's our way of saying we love you. We want to just talk to you. Love minister to you if we need to, if we have to. If you, you have a prayer request, we just want to come into an agreement with you. But don't hang up on us. Stay on with us. But if you're on with us via YouTube, listen, send your urgent prayer needed. We have prayers. We have a team that's always praying and doing this fast. We can add whatever your prayer request is. We know that God is a prayer answering God. Amen. And we will release our faith with yours. Amen. With two or three gathered together. As touching anything, we know he hears us. So listen, until next week, we love you here at the Kingdom Advancement Ministry. Go be Kingdom Advancers, and we love you with the love of the Lord. God bless you on this Sunday. Watch out for the counterfeits, y'all, and get around those who through faith and patience have inherited the promises of God. Amen. We love you. Be blessed.